happy comic book day and how you be. Thank you to Bad Mary for that too sweet playing. Welcome all you four color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, Chapter 2, Episode 28 for the people. John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics here and you there. And that wildly different introduction leads me into my normal introduction. I yeah. am your co-host. I am your co-founder. I am your hybrid pan, and I'm the most electrifying COO in all the multiverse. Happy comic book it day. It is John. true, Charlie. Happy comic book day. I am still a, a, a glow. From our very own Pete Alonso's home run derby championship. That's the reason why I have to throw out a little love to WFAN Schmooza, Steve Summers. I borrowed a little, just a little touch of his introduction. Uh, so, as when always, thank you to the Schmooze. In the middle of a contest mm -hmm. and you just are boogieing. You're like, oh, yeah. You know it. So disrespectful. Ooh. So very New York. <laughs> I love it. He is ready for his AEW debut. Him he and, was yeah. he was throwing off vibes, professional wrestling vibes. I it love was, it. You love you love to see it. The sports world needs a new character now that McGregor's leg exploded. So it might as well be you know the oh. man himself. I mean, uh, if you're going to have that level, the, the Conor McGregor swagger, you should at least have the ability to back it up. And our boy Alonso does it. He has it in spades. I mean, uh, what's, but what's going on by you, Chucky boy? Uh, you know, I'm just I'm just trucking. I'm just trucking. <laughs> the weather can't decide if it's hot, cold, if there's a tornado. Uh, we don't know what the heck's going on. The world True. is at least getting a little bit more normal. Uh, my little Ghostbuster group had back-to-back -back events this last weekend so i, I was nice. blessed by by breezy weather and uh, and good times being had by all but it's i, nice I did be... notice there were there was a sufficiently less ghosts floating around you know as per usual so you're welcome you know i do appreciate that you're you're welcome but mostly uh i'm i'm just fully embracing what's left of this kind of digital entertainment age as much mm. as i love movie theaters there's something super convenient like it's 11 o'clock and i'm not ready for bed let's watch just a blockbuster from the comfort of my living room uh and there's like no time limit on the I, I, everyone complains about disney plus and their 30 dollar rentals you just have it for three months till it's available on the thing you already pay for disney yes plus please. is change of the game never mind their amazing original content Put that up on a shelf. Put it high up so the kids can't get to it and get their fingers dirty. Um, the fact of the matter is that you, when, when every and myself included, when Disney Plus first came out and said, "Okay, well, we're going to go ahead and make available to you all this fresh, fresh new content." However, in addition, also as well as the dollar amount that you're spend, spending monthly to get all of our other great content. This is going to cost you a little something extra. And just by like instinct, we got defensive. And by we, I mean Charlie and myself. Uh, but I know that I'm speaking for a lot of other people. Just like instantly defensive. How dare you try to take another dollar of my well, uh, my hard-earned ducats. 
Um, but the fact of the matter is that I even had a, a, a misunderstanding about it. And, and Charlie, I think you did as well. I thought it was like uh, like you were renting a flick from Apple or from from uh, Amazon or exactly what have you. Correct. No, it's it's yours, and it's I think premier even, access, which I think you, is what it's called. That's exactly right. Rather than having to go to the COVID infected theater of your choice, you're able to stay on the COVID infected couch of your choice in your very own home. But that's my COVID, exactly. I'm to bask in yeah. that. It's color coded COVID. Um, but also as well as Nick Roll patent pending. Also as well as you keep it, it it's it's forever yours. So that that um that three month window that I was referring to you, uh, that I referred to you, uh, that's just the three month window before it becomes available on Disney Plus to everybody. It's so awesome. yeah, you've got it that three month um exclusivity window that other peons who didn't you know lay out the 30 bucks uh, may not have but then when it opens up to everybody you still have it so and also i didn't the redheaded wonder herself is ours permanently i didn't i also didn't realize that like it's three months or until another premiere access because like now cruella's free so it's just like that window bumped it yeah. But it hasn't been three months for Cruella. It's just Black Widow showed up, and she was like, "Out my way, bitch!" Pew pew. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, well, like they, knocked it a, out a month and a half. They so have another. They have another premiere access uh, flick um, coming up. So I, I wonder if that also I, I, will shrink the window. I don't know. I think I so. But you hit the nail on the head uh, talking about butts. Oh, I'm going to get canceled. Uh, but Black <laughs> Widow uh, is in theaters. It's in our homes. Uh, we got to we gotta do it. It's a, it's a tradition. Put them thumbs in the middle like we're Oof. about to watch Maximus All right. do work. All right. And in three, two, one. Beep. Oh! Thumbs up to our listening audience. I, thumbs up. I really, really enjoyed it. I have, uh, I do have some criticisms, but we're gonna give Shocking. everybody like the. Shocking. Fifth, we're gonna have, we're gonna give those of you that for some reason are listening to this show but yeah. haven't seen the movie yet, which seems like it wouldn't. Understandable. Be the Maybe um, some people, um, <laughs> they're 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 intending to go get some buttery movie theater popcorn shove it in their face and you know they're they're holding out they're they're making it last so if you're Possible. if you're if you're watching this outside of our premiere window you can go ahead and fast forward until you see our spoiler warning go away which will be in about 15 minutes so the adults can talk those of yeah. us who will skip sleep slackers to, to to see the the newest and the truest um, I'm going to kick it right to you at first. Uh, again, right. I'm going to specify I really liked it. I think if you like a majority of the Marvel films, if you're 99% of the movie going uh, audience, prefacing already. I think you're going to really, really enjoy it. Uh, I'm going to throw in, it doesn't, it does not, I have to really think of what my top 10 would be. It doesn't break into my top five. Um, which is which has been pretty consistent. Of but Marvel flicks of Marvel of Marvel slash specifically projects. correct, including okay. the 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 co-opted ones like Venom and stuff. I, I include in that. Oh, um, wow. 
Okay. You know, it 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 did a. Are you uh, including ha- the Japanese Spider-Man TV show? Oh, I am because that's, that's way low, despite the robot. Um, <laughs> I, I I thought the I thought everyone that showed up did work. I think everyone came in. I think the performances were all great. Uh, that that's my that's my compliment section for now. I'm gonna kick it to you. Initial thoughts, initial feelings. So Charlie is doing the extended compliment sandwich exactly right i I get it i get it you're like a little bit of a john coleslaw on the side um you know what i'm going to freely admit that um at risk of coming across maybe as sexist which anyone who knows me knows that's not the case some of my very favorite comic book characters are indeed female i may have come up with single-handedly more female comic book characters than any other Puerto Rican picaroon that you know. However, uh, I was not a super huge fan of the Black Widow myself personally. Um, I felt that she was... You know what it really is? It's the fact that her place in the team dynamic, and she was just kind of like... She was belched out into into the team. She didn't have this original flick but having seen the flick now you know why had had this movie come before all of her other contributions to the to the ongoing marvel uh, cinematic universe it wouldn't have had as much punch as far as i'm concerned the fact that we got to see her evolve is probably a strong word the fact of the matter is that she was malleable throughout yeah. all of the other flicks that we've seen her at now it's almost like saying that you don't like a joke before you've heard the punchline. So I was I was kind of uh, taking in all of her uh, appearances, and it was like just a, a constant shift for me. Like in one episode, uh, you know, one installment, oh well, she's there as the um, as like a motivating force for Clint, like uh, to be like a like a buddy cop relationship with Clint Barton to make him a little bit more relevant because bows and arrows, when you're talking about gods and monsters and and superheroes and stuff like that is kind of a tough sell. But if he's got a buddy that he can kind of crack wise with, that'll make it, uh, that'll make it more, more palatable. Okay. So that comes and goes, now you're going to, she's got another chapter. Okay. So she, her, her role now is she's got to, uh, she's got to keep a banner on the wraps. Like she's the person that, you know, is able to talk Hulk down off of the freak out ledge. Okay, that's fine. Oh, also, as well as here's another installment. She's fucking flirting with everybody. She's got like a borderline sexual relationship with almost every fucking major character. And I'm sitting here thinking, that's sexist. Like, uh, I, I, I almost, uh, I almost kind of like felt bad for the character that I knew from the comics for being somewhat trivialized. Uh, and what's interesting though is I did like how she was used uh, around Iron Man, and I know that's gotten a lot with, of flack. With Iron Man lately. too, her first appearance, the, the commentary like, "Oh, I want like that." I didn't feel, and obviously I'm not a not a lady, but I didn't see uh, an issue with that mainly because it was more of a commentary of like, "Oh, it was not a commentary of this is how we treat beautiful women." It was more of a commentary of. He's a dick. Yeah. Stark is a dick. He's showing you some of his 
sleaze right now, and that also made his evolution of a character mean more. So the, that that's my my long answer. My short answer is, I really love this movie in a large part because I didn't love a lot of her installments prior to this. So it's it's almost like I went in with kind of a, a low level of expectation. I'm like, all right, I, I don't want to be left behind. My FOMO, uh, will, you know, flared up. And I said, oh, well, I don't want to miss anything. And I'm sitting there like, I'm I'm loving this. I loved every fucking minute of it. I thought it was so great. And also as well as the fact that she was is now deceased uh, in the story arc. Um, it made everything so much more bittersweet. And I did have to think back of like all her other installments, all the shit that she went through both on the screen, on the page, and in my own mind where I'm like, oh, she's this and she's that. I'm the jerk. I yeah. I'm the jerk because she is actually an awesome character and it was a it was a fantastic way for her to close that her yeah, chapter. I'm, I'm so, so I'm so glad she got a solo movie. Yeah. I like a lot of people would have loved a badass spy thriller to have happened years ago. I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have I wouldn't have kicked uh, a two-pack of, of Black Widow movies out of my life. One sure. before she dies, one after. I think this movie could have still happened, even if we got like a her. For a long time, there was rumors of her and Hawkeye having like a team-up movie. See, but um, then it's a team-up movie. That, totally. This is my point. This was her thing. And even though <sighs> she was surrounded by very interesting characters, some people might argue like more interesting characters than, than her. And some some other people might even argue um, she was like outshone uh, uh, in, in in some in some sections. Very but mini I, pseudo passing of the torch, even. I'm a hundred percent absolutely. But I'm looking at her 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 entire uh, her entire um, canon, the entire filmography, as it were. So like. You know, I had like a Green Day playing in the back. I bet you have the time of my life. And I'm like remembering in slow motion and black and white all the little moments that she had. And um, yeah, I think this movie honestly would not have worked uh, as well as it did if it had come any oh, earlier than now. I, agree. I thought the timing this of it was perfect i would have liked it a year ago i would have liked it but that's I, you know COVID. I, I, yeah i i would have i would have loved it a, a year ago i think it still would have played i will say this though let me get into to a little bit of my criticism uh now right. i'm fully saying i fully enjoyed i'm absolutely gonna watch it again i'm looking forward to watching it again um i think again i think all the performances were stellar including hers i do wish and this is generally my complaint about a lot of Marvel projects. And it's what makes my top five kind of unique. When Marvel really captivates me, it's when they go all in and all out. And what I wanted when I was daydreaming about a Black Widow movie, because I like the character enough from the from the from what we've had cinematically but also from the comics and her different i wanted a badass like bond movie and one thing i found very very interesting was a a, a set of teeth i think they took away from her perhaps i think they were overcorrecting mm -hmm. because she has so little this sound this is going to be a difficult topic to talk about but give me a second sure. i can she get has, a new partner she has like no 
there's nothing about her that she doesn't have a moment where she gets to be sexy. And by that, I don't mean in the oh. Iron Man 2 way. I'm talking about in the Captain America way. Don't, don't, get, do not put your, no, we're not done eating. Um, think oh, no, about, cool, cool. I'm just going to go to the bathroom about, real quick. There's a, there's no, a window in there, no, right? No, think about what we've gotten with the likes of Chris Hemsworth, Chris oh. Pratt, Thor, Tony Stark, Ant-Man. Every single one of them have had this scene where their snack osity their 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 personal trainers that they worked with for six months got showcased why the fuck was ant-man topless if not to like give the audience something and much like daniel craig coming out of the water in his first at bat as james bond and our boy henry cavill getting half butt naked as often as he can playing superman playing an olympic god playing a lawyer henry cavill's losing his shirt uh damn james bond movie he was like well gotta take off the tie and this shirt to wrap my hands there is a certain amount of uh, there's a way to do it that isn't tacky and that's not necessarily even being sold to to uh. have a sex appeal for me a, a a staple of a james bond movie is like infiltrating this thing by being a playboy or being whatever he's the coolest fucking guy she has no scenes well where she's can, the baddest if, bitch if on I the may, planet if i if i may, may. Uh, let me try to preserve my partnership level here um as a creator yourself knowing how that script was laid out in terms of plot where where would no, you no, have no. inserted something like that again that's why it's a criticism that doesn't take away from the film the film they made was not this so film you, i was you'd expecting. Want like a different uh, like almost like a different script yeah i was i was fully anticipating even with the bones of this i thought there was going to be a scene where she had to again were you think, expecting it or were you disappointed to not have it i wasn't I'm, I, I don't think i'm disappointed i don't think i i guess it's a little bit of both is okay. the real answer again i could i could have found a spot for it it could have been how she found out where the where the the secret base was yeah. by like infiltrating a card game um and again i don't need to mm. see her less dressed that's not what i'm talking about there's yeah, yeah. a certain quality to natasha as a character well, well i if i may as a creator may. i would say just knowing the character from the comics and you know what? We'll put the comics away yeah. for a minute. Clean up your room. Put the comics away. We got company coming over. Um, just looking at her, the body of work within the cinematic universe, I disagree with you. I think that in exactly the same way that she has her, her little wrist doodads and she even more so the, the, the head neck wrap flip. That, that gets worked into almost every one of her yes. physical altercations. And in particular in this movie, and you saw like where it was learned and, you know, the, the red room kids were, were, uh, were doing it themselves. Um, I think that that overt uh, sexuality is just another one of her weapons that was taught. So in the same way that we don't get spit out of the womb, knowing how to do defensive driving yeah. or how to aim and like, you know how to aim a, a sidearm and like you have to pull back while you're pushing forward in order to stay like that that's the type of stuff that was probably if i'm guessing as a creator yeah. using that eye that was bullshit that was learned oh i'm sure that all being said with the plot needing to play out the way that it did i don't think that you really could have had a moment like that 
naturally where she's like, oh, I'm just going to be sexy, like getting out of the fucking the bathroom in her smelly trailer. That couldn't have been because no, she's no, just no. being I, her, I, herself I at that point. Agree. I will say this, though. Like, if you want to, like, really, really nitpick, because I, I really did enjoy this movie. Um, some people, I'm going to do a little bit of a, a little bit of a clapback at certain people, because some people are saying, well, there's nothing wholly original about it. I would argue that in much the same way that WandaVision kind of established what the hell was going on those first few episodes yeah. by her, by you seeing her as a kid watching these old Nick and Knight fair type flicks. Our girl had that same type of moment when she was in her smelly, smelly trailer, nobody else around. And she's just like, Hmm, longingly watching a movie that she had clearly yeah. watched a billion times before in her 007. And like the worst 007 flick that, that there is. She knew that shit by fucking heart. Yeah. That's who she really is. And I, She's and that's, not really the zipper down to her belly yeah. button version of, the, you know, of the character that we saw sometimes. The quote but but unquote, uh, let me just finish yeah, this yeah, point, yeah, though, please. because I will forget. Um, so th- Some people were saying, like, well, there's nothing wholly original, like all these moments you are familiar from other spy flicks. Yeah, that's the fucking point. That's this kind of what they were going for. <laughs> this character that we got to know in all these other uh, uh, iterations, because that's exactly what it was. She was giving us in the other movies different, just different gimmicks, different different plays out of the playbook, the spy playbook that you use those shits when you fucking need them, when the situations present themselves. Yeah. So there was that scene when when uh, she first fucking fought with uh, Yelena, where I'm like, this looks, this looks exactly, even the apartment looks yes. just like Jason Bourne. Yes, I'm like, and if I she fucking it. stabs her in the face with a pen, I'm gonna, I'm writing my my congressman. But like those moments played out, like there were moments uh, from that that intentionally remind you. Of the Jason Bourne flicks, there were moments that the the fucking um, the the car scene, the the car scene was like straight out of Ronin with and Bob De Niro, which wonderful. is one of my favorite flicks. Um, there were there were moments from 007, from Mission Impossible, from a uh, Man from Uncle, from Red Sparrow, from Salt. Like that was kind of the point that this is this was almost a, a, to a degree. On one hand, it was a continuation of a story that we knew. It filled in the blanks of stories that we, a uh, story, ongoing story that we were already familiar with. It set up, you know, what's going to come tomorrow, but also as well as gave us something entirely fucking new that it was like a love letter to the genre. Yeah, which, it was also. When you do that, uh, you have my affection. I'm like, I see what you did there and I like it. Yeah, I, I and again, I, I don't want it to get to get lost because again the people in my opinion the people who are like i didn't enjoy it perfectly valid you enjoy what you enjoy you but the people who were like nah not only did i not enjoy it people should enjoy it and xyz all of the complaints Uh, i very much felt first of all you're like that i don't enjoy you if red guardian trash person if red guardian being so true to himself in the decisions they made, that motherfucker never has a beat where he's not a little interested in himself. David and I just Harbor love him is so a much. National treasure. I was gonna say, if you were looking for any beefcake in this flick, 
He gave it to you when he came out. Oh, oh boy, that was not a dad bod. That was a father figure, boy. When he, he was pulling on that tight ass red. Ooh, we've all had those moments. Oh my gosh, the, that the, COVID fifteen is no joke. Just trying uh, to uh, close those pants up, like ah, I gotta some, get to church. Get these pants on, good some, lord. Some people were trying to decry <laughs> that as like fat shaming as a fat guy there was nothing but love in those scenes on, um, genuinely on, there was it was in, again if you want to talk about fat thor we could talk about some of that being a little fucked up uh but as far as, as far as i'm concerned red guardian uh, not only is the actor uh a national that character needs to be cuddled i just fucking love him um the quiet moments of this movie which i've read a lot of reviews where people are like ah who needs the middle set Fuck you. The quiet moments of this movie oh, are the give movie. Give me a break. Everything the with truth, the family. Too, like, Florence when, when, Pugh is picture perfect. When she shown, when her sister, Yelena Belova, when she shown brightest was, it's difficult to say like, oh, well, the, the, the action moments were great. Oh, the angry moments, all the quiet moments. I, I disagree. It was in those transitions. Her transitions... In in a in a cast that was a, Rachel Weiss, amazing. I mean, everyone, you Just were right. Everyone fantastic. was spot on. But in a in a a, a crowded field of talent, uh, producing at the top of their game, she shone. And I'm so happy that clearly it was a, a Marvel's version of a handing of the torch of a a mantle being transferred. Because in the comics, let's take the comics off the shelf. She is Black Widow now. Yeah, and it's very interesting because. Her path. I mean, she started as a as a rival. We we can get into that later. But yeah, no. But I, I, I just is, loved it. I loved it. Uh, Clearly, Charlie loved it. And the fact of the matter is, any naysayers, if you guys haven't, uh, if you ignored the spoiler warning and you haven't indeed seen it yet, um, see it. Make up your own opinion. Obviously, as uh, everyone should do in everything. Um, but if anyone says that the movie was less than dope, they are fucking liars. And Charlie, do you know who else is a liar? I don't know. Why don't you tell me who that is? You know, Charlie, I'm a th- Charlie, you tell me who it is. Who's a uh, liar? I think the one and the only and the notorious George Lucas. George fucking is Lucas a liar. liar. Because Han shot, shot first. First, Pink baby. him up, baby. Salute. Clink. Mm. It gets so warm when we chat. It's because it's sitting on my lights, and I did an LED setup. There's no excuse for that. Um, but also, we did knock it back, and uh, I, I think that we should maybe put up another one. Folks, uh, just a little bit of seriousness. Comic book world lost a, a legend, a young, young talent entirely too soon. If anybody tells you that we're out of the woods there, there indeed. A liar just like george lucas um because we lost uh robinson roca just an amazing amazing talent uh rest in power brother this one's for you charlie put him up again Salud. Salud. all right so uh, that was for robinson. dangerously unfair uh but let's let's get gross, into gross. let's get into it my dear brother are you ready yes charlie are do us all a ready? favor Start my time. And it is started. You started it? I did. You did it now? You started already? I did. It's, you're 4.3 seconds in. 
Damn it! I want that time back on the back end. So, um, as I uh, kind of, uh, I kind of dribbled out a little bit information prior to when I wanted to. Um, again, Black Widow sister, Yelena Belova, the lovely blonde Black Widow. Um, she started her career, so to speak, on, on the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, any of the, the dirt that she did, she did it off screen. And maybe we'll get dribs and drabs of it and flashbacks and whatnot. But certainly in the comics, she started off as a bad guy. She was a black hat. She was exactly the type of character Charlie would be playing if this was Red Dead Redemption Online, which got the dopest summer DLC. Ooh, I can't wait. But that being said, that's right. So uh, uh, Yelena started off purely as a villain, purely as an adversary in the comics. One might say that mm, she fit she fit comfortably in the Black Widow's rogue gallery. And uh, I kind of started down this train of thought uh, simply with the thought that, um, you know, here we have a character, and, and there was certainly some adversarial moments in this flick. Certainly not as much as Taskmaster wasted. I'll put that one out there. That was one of my, my disappointments. That we At least off. Taskmaster won. Let's not fucking yeah. pretend we're not going to waste that shield. That movie could have been 10 minutes longer, and all of it could have been Taskmaster beating the shit out of people. But we've already crossed that it's bridge. It's a decent <laughs> criticism. The bridge, remember? Okay. Hey! Uh, so um, my thought was this. I'm like, how many? And we've seen it. Like, there are plenty of examples about it. Look at Loki. Look at Joker. Like, there are many uh, former members of uh, and current members, if we're being if we're being honest, of rogues galleries that are so effective that they're so wildly popular. Um, Harley Quinn might God, be the, the queen is, yeah. of them. Um, there are members of of rogues galleries who have gone on to bigger and better things and just being one of a bunch. But that doesn't really detract from the rogues gallery itself. Uh, and and this is just something that I did want to touch on because I don't think that we've really talked about it. For anyone who doesn't is not familiar with the terminology, a rogues gallery is simply put... That's when you have a collective. bunch of pictures of rogue from the X-Men in your it's bedroom not. when you're growing nope. up because nope. the 90s cartoon, it influenced mm -mm. you in special ways nope. when you were developing into a young man. And it's, it's perfectly it's normal to get a nope. body pillow shaped like Rogue, even though yeah. she's allegedly a fictional character. She's real to me, damn it. The worst part is it now explains why you had a relatively untouched box of white gloves in your childhood bedroom. Well, you listen Creeping me the hell out. Just well, creeping you, me out there. You listen here, Shug. Maybe a man yeah. that cartoon. Yeah. So uh the rogues gallery in actuality, Charlie's grossness notwithstanding, uh it's the collected villains of a particular uh comic book hero or even a group, because there are group rogues galleries. Um and and like if you think think of your favorite comic book character and you can start rattling off. It's not enough to just have one. It's not like a He-Man Skeletor situation. There's He-Man, but there's Skeletor, there's Beast Man, there's Stinkor, like, you know, Merman. It goes on and on and on and on. And uh, that's what comic book creators have to do to keep things spicy. 
So my question to the, the listening and viewing audience and to my loving brother himself, what are the best rogues galleries out there, your favorites, and why? I'll throw it right to you, Charlie, because we did a little prep work for this. Um, rogues gallery, top of your head. Begrudgingly, give, me, give me your fave. Begrudgingly, I have to give credit where credit's due. And I think constantly brought up as the number one seed in any conversation about Rogue's Charlie Gallery going is, right for the throat. Is, I love is, it. Is Batman's Rogue's Gallery uh, almost unquestionably the most famous? But really, in my opinion, what solidifies it as a contender for that number one spot is, is the animated series brought some of these characters that was comes down to cartoons with this kid i can't help it the second or third tier members of batman's rogues gallery some of the most interesting some of the creepiest some of the wildest character in all of comics it's interesting because the con the the cartoon that you're referencing actually really gave a lot of these characters legs to run you know it wasn't just that i mean most famously it's probably gonna be um you know mr freeze Oh like my god. His backstory Heart of he ice. took he took they they took, I should say, uh I don't th- I think it's an undeniably laughable character, like a real cheeseball type character. He was the other ice gun guy. So yeah, exactly right. Made him so like so relevant and so heart achingly where you're like, Batman, take it easy. Give this bald bastard a break. What are you doing? You know, the, don't make me bring Arnold in here again because, you know, you need to chill. Ice to Freeze. see you. <laughs> Stop it. No, no, no. That's that's a slippery slope. The oh, next 22 that's another minutes. That was unintended. <laughs> Damn it. Um, but, <laughs> you know what? what's really interesting about that, Charlie? And, and you know, you threw out a rogues gallery, plural, because I singularized it for some reason. Um, Batman is the least super of the superheroes yeah. that we're going to throw out here. Now, that being said, a, a hero's villains need to be, in some aspect, superior to the hero. Otherwise, it's just a, a, a guy's just a bully or, or yeah. gal's just a bully picking on people who are like less powerful than them. So your your villains need to have something, have need to have a one-up on on I, your hero I but love if you're the batman and you're just rich yeah i know, was what, gonna say i love the ventriloquist but he can't yeah. be in superman's rogues gallery he would that puppet would just be on fire and then there's no more goddamn story you know it's it's i you, dare you to put him in any hero's rogues gallery and squeeze two <laughs> issues of comic out of that get the wait are you kidding me Aquaman water logs them. Fucker gets too heavy to hold. Like Diana would chop off homeboy's arm. At most, you could do like the little racist puppet guy. Like he's got a better chance of like getting an extra issue (laughs) out of that gimmick. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, That would even you got a terrorist dummy. Even vibe would fuck up that enchilada. No vibe. Vibe wouldn't. Vibe vibe would not. (laughs) Anyway, so so you look at Batman's Rogues Gallery. Obviously, Joker who is more popular than most superheroes, uh, Harley Quinn, who's really pushing really pushing the Joker for that heavyweight championship, uh, which would just lo- look wonderful across the waist of my Australian best friend. Um, but you have uh, Two-Face, you have Scarecrow, 
you've got Penguin, you've got Poison Ivy, you've got Clayface. Bane, you've got Riddler, you've got Clayface, you've got Man Bat. Like Raja it just Ghoul. goes on. Raja Ghoul, uh, Raja Ghoul's bomb sister, uh, daughter. Um, it, it it really is. It's a deep, deep, deep roster. They're all heavy hitters in their own capacity. Now, what's very interesting, I'm I'm, I'm glad that you did bring it up, just in case You're time welcome. becomes a factor. Um, when you're looking again at it somewhat at a human character, a human hero, aside from his affinity of surrounding himself with duplicates of himself, um, he's he's somewhat vulnerable, right? So again, you could have you have Bane, um, you have Clayface to a certain degree, like you have Man uh, Man Bat, like the okay, well your, your villains are going to be stronger than you. That that gimmick is only going to go so long because. In essence, almost everybody is stronger than him. So his foil is a guy like Joker, who is not stronger than him. Penguin, who is not stronger than him. Uh, even Two-Face. Like these, these heroes, in my way of thinking, it's that they're, they're a mirror being held up to your hero of choice and showing you an ugly side of them. That's a beautiful right? so way it's of not just it. I'm very smart and pretty good looking. So... It's not just the hero um, defeating the villain, the villain's plan of the day. They need to kind of be a certain part of themselves, right? It's not just uh, keeping the streets clean. It's self-improvement. And uh, that's the main thing. So, you know, whether it's Joker's uh, um, instability, whether it's uh, Two-Face's duality, whether, uh, you know, it's fucking... Pick, I mean, pick your poison. Um, you can see a point. little bit of Batman in all of his best in all his villains, all every his single villains. one of them. Even and, again, and he takes a lot of responsibility for his rogues, and that I think has a big reason to yeah. that. That's a big reason for it. Well, that's what were you the, saying? I cut you off. No, no, I was saying it's what's fascinating about it is on upon closer inspection of almost any of them, you see a a, a hidden reflection i know i kind of mentioned him just a moment ago but it's because he's low-key one of my favorite villains ventriloquist is truly fucking nuts well he's that super tends crazy to be the yeah. factor of all of batman's villains are considered like worthy of an insane asylum right and so is he bruce bruce is here but not all there and yeah. it's such a it's so fascinating when you see a character, even the tweener characters that started out founding members of his rogues gallery, like a Catwoman. That mm. uh, poor Bruce Wayne with all his crazy acrobatics. Like I could imagine. Poor a Bruce world Wayne. Where... Poor Catwoman. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's not getting it, uh, getting the job done. You can lose the spoiler warning though, Charlie. By the oh, way, yeah, I yeah. just noticed that. Um. So yeah, just moving it on because we could talk about just his rogues gallery all day. Um, so you know, in essence, we we throw out Charlie threw out the craziest, but probably the 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 least powered rogues gallery that's that's out there in the in the mix, right? If you if we had like a, a sweet sixteen bracket, so to speak, they would be the least powered, but certainly one of the most, if not the most effective. But I think undeniably the most powerful um, rogues gallery that you can throw out there has to be so. For this particular hero, because in spite of his economic standing, in spite of his love life, in spite of his youthful age, in spite of his bomb piece aunt walking around the apartment 
in Queens, scantily dressed and like dating questionable people. Um, Despite Peter having Parker, been lawyered, Spider Man. Spider Man has the most powerful, in my opinion, rogues gallery on the fucking block. I mean, even if you take, um, even if you take Venom out of the mix because he falls into that now uh, anti-hero category, which I personally think is kind of bullshit. Can't be a little bit pregnant. You're the hero or you're not. But you can't um, a little bit eat people's brains. <laughs> That's kind of fucked. Take take Venom out of the mix. Certainly, you'll leave Carnage there. You have Green Goblin. You have Doc Ock. You've got Kingpin. Um, I mean, Charlie, I'll, I'll throw it to you. Spider-Man's rogues gallery. What are your thoughts? Just, I mean, again, any time that your rogues gallery can be an interesting subgroup, the Sinister Six, Sinister um, Six, who, ooh, dedicate that themselves. Flick just, needs to happen. Fucking lizard. Just, um, it's it's wonder. And again, it's another. It's what's interesting about that character to give the to give the webhead his due. Rhino. I mean, it's just you you really can. And again, we talk about reflections of of characters sometimes being important with Spider-Man. He really doesn't always follow that rule. Like there are certainly some characters that remind you of him, like a carnage, like a, a symbiote covered whomever. But physics, a lot of times yeah. it's just like, yo, what if a lizard attacked Spider-Man? What if some rich guy went fucking Dude, nuts Spider -Man and had a hang glider? Can throw with anybody. So it's like at some point, you I can only imagine those early writers, Stanley and 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 Kirby, and everybody's just sitting around like, what can we do to this fucking guy? Like he's he's so he's so powerful, and he like his 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 abilities are so otherworldly, even though he's clearly you know he's he's an earthling. Um I mean, we can get like he didn't study for a midterm. Like the stuff that they like, we can give him a dick boss. The 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 foils that they had to throw That's his, his way. That's his main villain. Needed, yeah, J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Especially look thinking about his muscles from the Tomorrow War. Now you know J. Jonah could have fired him, could have verbally ridiculed him, could have also beat the ever living tar out of him. Holy shit! Jay Jonah in the in the MCU, Fox, Sony, whatever the fuck, whoever yeah, helps God make knows. those movies. God only knows what it is. That is the only franchise in which if Jay Jonah gets webbed up, he's just like, fuck off, bitch. Yeah. Like, and then he just smacks Peter across the face. Was that my tempo? Wasn't my tempo. And then he just throws him out the window. Um, so, that is so, a layered so, joke that thank you, 14 thank you. people are going to get. You're welcome, 14 people. So so in much the same way, um, Spider-Man's villains, even though they are super uber-powerful, so Spider-Man. So these yeah. characters also in very much the same way, they're they're reflections. They're like they're 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 carnival mirror reflections of himself. So it it's not just about throwing lefts and rights and catching subways when they go off yeah. the rails, the elevator uh, subways and stuff like that in queens um it's also like inner thought the whole green goblin saga might be the mo i mean he's had girlfriends die because of uh, his in inactions uh uncles lying dead in the street making uncle ben's rice like uh, peter parker has been through some shit charlie's trial notwithstanding but almost every one of his villains that come to play 
force Peter to look inside himself and like really kind of like it's a self checking uh, system. His, his bad guys, they don't fuck around, but on the same token, they don't let him, you know, skate, you know, it's really about like, who is the hero as an individual, but also as well as go beat up Doc Ock. Right. You want to, you, Oh, you're going to, you got something to say. You're going to bully him because of his body, Peter, shame on you. Um, but yeah, his rogues gallery to me is like the the heavy hitters of the bunch. Well, who else? Who else? You well, got? One, thing some I, bad guys. one thing I find interesting is on a long enough timeline, which a lot yeah. of these characters luckily have, mm-hmm. is a real shitty rogues gallery can <laughs> wind up getting like either saved by a couple heavy hitters or just inch <sighs> by inch, day by day. You're if able you to, to add steal one. If you're if you add layers to the to the nacho dip, eventually it'll be delicious. And my boy Hornhead, Daredevil's Rogues Gallery, could good money that you were going to try to Foggy Nelson wedge this blind <laughs> summer bitch in somehow. No, I, no, no. First no. of all, his you can't Rogues say Gallery no. Is barely his. He well, that's, that's because more. no bullshit. Kingpin was Daredevil's first, and Spider-Man uh, stole. That is that is a fucking faux pas, and another reason <laughs> that Webhead is a douche. But sincerely, on, you so talk about frog a character, jumping guy with the strings you, first, on his feet. First, first of all, first of all, don't you dare disrespect Vulture's him. not him. Daredevil him. has borrowed more yep. from Spider-Man. Shut your mouth. Than Venom you, did. You, you shut. You shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Think about the heavy hitter. Arguably, in a world without superheroes, Bullseye no. would have taken over the world. Bullseye is one Bullseye of the most is, absolute the guy. menacing He's characters the guy. of all time. Electra, who falls into that tweener now, Electra was a foil. Electra's for... like Daredevil now. So I, I'm not going to give you Daredevil. And also, I'm going to fight you a little bit on Bullseye for the simple fact of Bullseye could have 100% been dealt with by multiple other daredevil sure, but that's characters that's, is we, are we changing topic we're talking about rose galleries you piece of shit on right, the so, hand so, uh, anytime so, you get a bunch of ninjas first of all running leave around, the turtles out of this and it's called the I foot plan the hand damn it um, you know what i'm gonna I, I i'm gonna shut, help shut out your you shut your because I'm, gonna, I'm actually gonna throw one out and i'll let you run with it because um is it still man? Because his toy is the best. <laughs> well, no. You talked about like uh, extended timelines, uh, and you're also talking about like frenemies to a certain degree. And and when that happens, especially in comics, much like in life, it's because like, oh, I hate you, I hate you, I love you, I love you. But then you end up having a shared conundrum, whether it's an enemy, whether it's a situation, and you can't really say. Well, you can't really say it, but. The X-Men's rogues gallery, almost as an eventuality, all become either X-Men or X-Men uh, adjuncts. Yeah. Uh, because they're they're in exactly the same. They Those might not comics be in the same wouldn't be boat, interesting, though. But There's they're like in the same storm. There are 23 mutants that parents were fine with it, that didn't go to a special oh, yeah, school, yeah, yeah, yeah. and their power yeah. is like, my facial hair grows kind of quick. Uh, I have a wife and three kids, and I'm a lawyer. Like, They're there's the, nothing interesting the in this Meg book. Griffin of, of mutants. So, like, mm, well, um, yeah, you know, and there obviously there are 
there are certain exceptions to the rule, but like every time you see uh, an X-Men villain who's a mutant, I should I should clarify that because the human villains are always douchebags, always and forever. Um, but any mutant on a long enough timeline, they eventually become they're eventually like at least begrudging allies for some even Magneto, who is like the 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 worst of the worst Sabretooth, who like ate eats babies at one point was wearing the blue and the gold so yeah. the x-men are kind of tough in that capacity um but and i and i, I heel took, turns I a plenty that shit was very 1990s with their That's approach true. they're like uh magneto's good and cyclops is a dick uh phoenix force in colossus now he's a douche um what about now here's one that's controversial because right. I think they're very popular in comics, but I suspect you fucking hate them. And that would be the Green Lantern's rogues gallery, not specifically Hal's or, or John Stewart's, but like the all the heel lantern groups, Lafraise, um, but that's very the recent. Red Lanterns. That that is very recent. And you know what? I'll I'll give you that one, not just for nostalgia's sake, but partially because of nostalgia's sake. Because growing up, I had several uh, twin bedsheet sets that were like the go-to. These were the first ones out of the laundry on laundry day. I was like, Mom, put those on the bed right quick. Too sweet. Um, and it was in no particular order. Obviously, Superman, right? Um, also, as well as my Empire Strikes Back bedsheets. So I'll be honest with you. E.T. worked his way into the rotation. I don't know how it happened, but those are comfortable summer bitches. But also, as well as, I had a Super Friends, uh, straight up Super Friends sheet set, but like the, like the Hanna Barbera animation style sheet set. However, I don't know in what Chinese factory this the swap happened, but the the pillowcase, it was exclusively Flash, and it was Flash, uh, uh, Flash like. Um, buddies on one side and on the flip side of the pillow yes! it was all the flash rogues gallery and i'm like who the fuck is this boomerang looking motherfucker oh boomerang his name's boomerang okay cool 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 and then like you just kind of went down the list captain? damn <laughs> so so yeah I'll, I'll i'll give that to you mr and I'm boomerang going to, i'm gonna leave well i'm not gonna leave it off because I, I, maybe charlie wants to jump on the superman um the Superman Rogues Gallery, but that's I'll, I'll leave it for Charlie. Superman's um, Rogues Gallery is constantly the one that people claim oh, no. claims fucking stinks, and they're wrong. Doomsday, it is sod, but a it, it falls into that same category of like, well, your villains have to be stronger than your hero. But if your hero is literally the strongest fucking character that you've read about ever. What chance does your rogues gallery or even an individual villain? But that's why Lex Luthor is so uh, works on so many levels because he's not trying to, except when he slips on the war machine. Um, Mr. He's Luthor not necessarily throw uh, R.I.P. as well. Uh, he's not trying to throw throw fisticuffs. He's like trying to outthink them because Lex thinks himself as like the the culmination of human evolution. But fucking Clark isn't human. So yeah. so therein lies it kind turns of Turns out humans ain't shit if a Kryptonian's in our solar but system. But Charlie, as we're wrapping up, what about the invincible 
rogues gallery to take it outside Ooh. of Marvel and DC for a minute. Now, largely Cheating. granted, Cheating. those are those are analog characters. Yeah. I realize that, but like, just run them down. Elephant, Doc Seismic, Husk, Magnet Attack, Tether Tyrant, Magnet, uh, Mag Maniac, The Flaxons, Conquest, Anissa, Battle Beast, uh, Omnipotus. Uh, I mean, uh, it's honestly, just such a cheat Titan, code, though. It's such power a cheat code. The Mauler twins, yeah, but also as well as what they do with them, yeah, that is like. And so also you can look at a character the like of... the Lizard League, and like, yo, why the fuck didn't you know didn't uh, um, Hydra do this? Because well, they've had every opportunity. So I, I do give them, if nothing else, partial credit. Well, another one that's going to get partial credit, and then I'll, I'll throw it right back to you for the wrap-up. Yeah, we'll uh, wrap but, up. I mean, Captain America knocks the fuck out of Nazis on the reg. So special shout-out to my boy for historically yeah, putting those Captain, bitches in their Captain place. Does not does not fuck around. He's like, um, he, he knocked out he someone with a spider earned, on his T-shirt once. He, he was earned like, fuck, his I it was ARP the... card every day when he shows up to work. <laughs> no, I'm going to wrap it up with uh, also as well as outside of the big two. Um, fucking Savage Dragon. Oh. I don't know how much uh, Savage Dragon books you you put away, but um, fucking uh, everything, everybody. Um, I well, I, I, it's too. It's honestly, it's it's too long to to run down. Similarly, uh, similar, I should say, to uh, Invincible. A lot of them are uh, analog characters, but like Dart, who became kind of like a flip flop. Uh, Emperor Kerr and uh, Overlord, Dr. Jim, um, Damien <laughs> Dark Lord, uh, uh, Mr. Glum, fucking Powerhouse, who's like the goofiest looking motherfucker, but don't say that to his face. Uh, Brainy Ape, who ends up being spoiler alert, fucking Adolf Hitler, just Adolf Hitler's brain running around with little legs on, like puts uh, Crank to shame. Um, but the, the fact is, uh, I think my point was made. There are so many great characters that end up getting lumped in. And you could easily, if you're a creative uh, writer, creator, whatever, you can pluck out a banger, like like just defy your fucking characters and really run with them. We didn't even get to, I don't know why, uh, Marvel's first family, the Fantastic Four, oh. their fucking rogues gallery is probably the most cherry-pickable uh, everyone from from you know Doctor Doom to Galactus to uh, uh, to even Namor was one of their original villains. I mean, like the Fantastic Four have not gotten there. Uh, this one's for Paul, obviously. Uh, the Fantastic Four have not gotten their due in the in the on the big screen uh, across the board, whether it's a series or or big screen. Uh, or, or like a big Marvel event, like a Secret Wars. God willing, please, please, please. Oh. Um, once, once they're done right, people are gonna have a hard time getting the Fantastic Four out of their mouths. And that is not a Mister Fantastic joke, but that is my time. Bang. What I, what I love about again, all those. I think the one thing that's undeniable about these villains is that they just wind up making huge impacts. And what's funny about impacts is you can always be surprised at where that impact comes from. And I know a band that's impacted my life is luckily one of our <laughs> lovely sponsors this week. And that, of course, oh, is the amazing 
monster. <laughs> the amazing You're bad Mary. Now, unlike every other podcast that you nerds watch or listen to, we actually enjoy our sponsors' content, and we're not sure. pretending we order fucking ice cold bullshit meals and put them together. And I really like the avocado toast. I fucking don't. I don't like the avocado toast. Mm. If you want to know what I eat, you can just ask. I'll tell you. Ready to go too. I don't need to get paid for it. But Bad Mary, you can find over on badmary.com. You can follow them on social media at Bad Mary Band. They are on Twitch. You can support them financially by throwing them money over on patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary Band. You can find them on Twitch, Bad Mary Band. All of their music is available on literally every streaming services uh, service rather right now you can go over join their newsletter and you will be among the first to hear their next sick nice cover is dropping mm -hmm. in just a matter of days and that and of course doing live events again you don't want to miss out on those they're back at it uh you cannot do wrong in investing time into an artist that is a uh, that is on the come up Bad Mary Band, one of our lovely sponsors. John, who else is helping us pay these bills? Oh, and keep it is these so, on? so damn simple. Right here on Facebook Gaming, it is Sergeant Finesse. He's playing two streams a day. He's giving you outstanding gaming content. He's running supporter games. He's throwing giveaways. Uh, don't be a sucker. Check him out today. Throw him a like, a follow. Consider becoming a supporter. If you need to pick me up, though, that's real simple. First, you got to follow the White Rabbit down to Sneak energy.com use code uh sarge at checkout there sgt at checkout look for some fresh new gear oh like this diablo one of one no you gotta have charlie make it for you but they have some other dope stuff at geeksunleashed.com get some uh, sarge swag there use code sarge at checkout when sarge is on deck you salute i won charlie yes you know what time it is start my time so uh i had a vision late last night and that vision a was a world with more disney content with more disney plus content and if i learned anything from black widow is having a movie is just not enough to satiate me i was watching uh, black widow and i was like oh why can't this be a seven part miniseries i want more <laughs> hours with my people Luckily, here comes the lightsabers are out because Star Wars Visions, uh, Star Wars' answer to Marvel What If is coming. Think Animatrix telling stories, but even more disconnected. Star Wars Vision is different artists, different talents, making up stories that could have existed a long time ago in a galaxy far far away and and honestly as much as i love the mandalorian and as much as i was able to find some enjoyment out of the prequel trilogy and the new trilogy i for one am all about just more and the idea of letting them be unleashed and maybe they're going to borrow some stuff from the books that no longer are canon maybe they're going to borrow some stuff from the comics that fell out of being canon maybe they're going to borrow from the video games and give us some stuff that's not going to be canon let there be the the thing i hated most before i kick it to you john the thing i hated most about star wars before the prequels came out was that they had all these amazing like novels and all these amazing stories 
the problem was the formula was like we need a han solo type we need a luke skywalker type we need a darth vader type and the problem was when you stack them on top of each other of course when disney said we're going to do more movies they had to throw out the baby with the bathwater. so i lost things like luke skywalker having the coolest fucking wife in the galaxy and raising little younglings to to fucking redo uh the stories you're telling me we can have a world where those stories are similar stories are back and i can see them with my eyeballs fuck yes now don't get me wrong but again i'm gonna kick it right to you the couple things i want to know is initial excitement level what sort of stuff you're 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 hoping for again i'm hoping for maybe some stuff that reminds me of some other stuff and also i, I want to see them really go ham like give me the vader winning story give me the dark kid and apprentice give me those stories part of me will of course be a little disappointed that if it's something i love that it won't be canon but maybe we'll get a version that's kind of canon in the future all those complex emotions i'm going to kick them to you you can start off with the very first one which is oh man when that announcement came through what was the level of rock harditude that you found yourself with you know it was it was um it was pretty pretty hard um the i i've established already my love affair with the elseworlds slash what if comics of my youth um it actually it did take a kid growing up in the 80s who was like a little mini consumer, like Reaganomics grabbed me by the throat. And even though I only had like a dollar in loose change in my pocket, they were like, you're going to spend that money and you are going to consume, consume. Like uh, I was basically, uh, I was basically like a miniature version of uh, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper with the glasses on and like the alien world. I'm like, oh shit, they just want my money. <laughs> so whereas... We sat there, we're like, just, I'm going to watch whatever you put in front of me. I'm going to read whatever you put in front of me. And uh, I'm just going to be like, I'm going to memorize all of this shit. And then if somebody steps out of line when we're sitting around the lunchroom, I'm going to set them straight because that's not canon. That's not how this works. Blah, 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 blah. However, then these thinker pieces came out. What if? Elseworlds. And they said, hey, you know what? The Star Wars books... Um, and for me, it started with the, the picture books, quite frankly, like the, they used to come out with these hardcover, thin books that were movie, uh, adjacent. So like, and they came out a lot of times, like a few weeks before the flick hit. So in my case, it was, again, I was too young for, for Star Wars itself, but Empire had one and for Return, I had one. And I like, you got to, it was like the equivalent of like leaked pictures online now when blockbusters. I'm like, oh shit, what's this? Lucas got his lightsaber and it's a green lightsaber now and he's on this like a floating boat. Oh, he's in the desert somehow also as well as, hmm. And then you put those pieces together. Now granted, then you went to the movie and you're like, oh shit, I see how it is. Oh, there's a giant, giant hole with teeth in the ground. Okay, cool. Yeah, I knew Bubba Fett was a sucker. Um, so, so then you inevitably got to see what that was. But that game of like, oh, uh, what if this and that, um, that game never went away really from that point. And then the what ifs and the else worlds and the the uh, the non-canon uh, novelization versions um, that we got with all these dope fucking carols, uh, characters, Grand Admiral Thrawn, Mara Jade, 
the fucking evil Luke uh, clone. Like these, this, these were thinker stories. And you sat there and you're like, God damn, what, what if? It was almost like somebody put to, to ink or to the page or type the stupid stuff that you would play with your toys, right? It wasn't just like I'm going to mimic the movies or what or TV show if it was a, a TV show you were playing with. Um, I'm just gonna copy exact. No, you didn't do that as a kid. You're like, I'm gonna make up my own shit, yeah. and that's what these did. It was like somebody more talented than you, and that had a, a more opportunity a to create. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like, oh, this is what I would do. So I cannot wait, especially in this day and age. Such amazing stuff that they can come up with. I can't wait. I'm actually looking at the episode breakdown, and is I I didn't think it was possible, but it's it's actually getting harder. What I love too is it going this. I don't think I mentioned it's going to be this like anime. Visually, it's going to be this anime style, which is something we really haven't gotten. Uh, obviously, there was the droids cartoon. There's been a ton of CG content. But getting something that's a little bit more, uh, or I won't even say a little bit more, it's, it's just a, a, a just different, finished. a different style. Have and, uh, well, what about and and I know I shared this with you because I shared it, uh, I shared it like it was stolen, um, and some degree to some degree it was the the animated Tie Fighter sequence uh, that was done in that fucking style of like my. Again, a lot of these animes that we got a. as kids in the 80s were actually created in the late 70s. And by the time they were imported over to the States, we were in the throes of the 80s. So we're like, oh, this is some new shit. This is Voltron and this Battle of the Planets. And, you know, in Japan, they're like, you know, welcome to the party, Paul. That, that's just like a fucking decade old. But when they did the, the anime treatment for the TIE Fighter fight, and it was what maybe two three minutes long, that was that was like world changing for me. I I couldn't believe it, and it I was only just getting into anime at that time. Yeah, it exploded my. It still does. It, it just it just made the 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 circles like an, a year ago. Everyone and their sister shared it again because it's just so amazing. And Fuck it's it, we'll so, share it here. So yeah, exactly right. It's just so friggin' beautiful. Um. But but like you said, the episode listing, uh, first of all, the fact that each studio is kind of handling their own thing is such a promise that we're going to go buck and be all over the map, potentially. I just cannot help but but speculate, and not in that weird way where it's like, well, I was expecting this, and it didn't happen. Shut up. Folks, That's not what I'm talking about. Jot this down. He has is, he is claimed that he won't. Now, if he does, I want you to come at him hard like it was prom night. Done, done. I like this. I like this. But let's just go through the episode titles and do a, a little game of speculation. Sure. The duel? Someone's not losing their legs, baby. Someone's not losing their bullshit legs. I think. I, I suspect it's one of two. Uh, it's It's one of two options. And either it's going to be stupid little Anakin doesn't get thrown in the lava pit because he was on the low ground. Or does maybe Darth Maul lose that fight and little Annie gets raised by a, a Jedi Master proper. Uh, I think either of those stories could be cool. But I'm hoping that it's stupid Obi-Wan that gets burnt up uh, from the floor up. What, what do you think, the duel, if you were a gambling man? 
if I was a gambling man, um, I would probably say it's something more like in the in the vein of like a Japanese, like a like a traditional Japanese samurai type thing. Um, especially you know a lot of these original designs, Darth Vader in particular. Darth yes. Vader's helmet looks like it does not because it was patterned off of King Kong's fucking circumcised penis, but because it was actually. Uh, uh, design off of a, a shogun uh, helmet, like a samurai, uh, higher than a than a samurai, but like that that style of of helmet. Um, so all of the characters so easily translate. If you wanted to, kind of like pull a, a Turtles three, I think it was, and take them it take was. them back in time. Um, the the entire Star Wars stupid Star Turtles Wars. three. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Um. The entire Star Wars uh, narrative would fit so nicely into like a feudal Japan type of world. I wasn't uh, even thinking that that far out well, of the box. Like you I would, would straight think, up tell a Star went, Wars story however you fucking want. I went right out of the box that way more so just because I clicked the link and uh, it actually gave us an episode breakdown. So, <laughs> so, I, this, so I don't think I'm this a, game I don't go. think this game is going to work then, sir. That is called being over-researched. I hated that I saw the little smirk, and I was like, oh, this son of a bitch. I was going to let you have your bullshit. You can make those checks payable. Well, what's funny, just real quick, there was a bunch of assholes on YouTube, US Comics HQ on YouTube. Uh, (laughs) There was a bunch of assholes on YouTube who got the first couple episodes of Loki early. Um, and when they did their review of episode one, they were like, I think the other Loki is going to be a girl. Be like, no, you don't. You saw the episode, cocksucker. You piece of shit. Son of a bitch. Um, all right. Terrible. Well, then I'm just going to give you really quickly my predictions. <laughs> lap and Ocho <laughs> is about Princess Leia getting a lap dance in the 70s uh, from a guy named Ocho. Tatooine sure. Rhapsody is a retelling of Wayne's World. Uh, but with droids, uh, the twins is just the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Twins, <laughs> but it's Yoda and Han Solo are no. biological Come twins. Come on, Charlie, you're dropping the proverbial ball. Clearly, Twins is a Star Wars Don't retelling of the Dan Aykroyd Schwarzenegger flick, but we're using Wicket and Chewbacca. All right, like, first can of you all, imagine Wicked and Chewbacca? Dan Aykroyd is where? most certainly not a star of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. But now all I want to see is twins with fucking crazy Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray in the Schwarzenegger role, but change nothing about the script. I want you know what I meant? referencing you know what I meant, how sir? Dudley... No, what's his name? What's his name, Mr. Irene Synopsis? You so then, on the then in the elder, I need it's gonna ham. really be about rub ham. What else? What 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 else do we got here? The village bride. I think that's gonna be like an M Night Shyamalan uh, type of story. I don't know if you're guessing or reading the lake now. I cannot <laughs> trust you. No, we, once again, you it clearly wasn't established. The game parameters. Charlie plays games on u.s comics uh cast the same way that he played games as a kid grow up he just flips open the fucking box <laughs> takes out the pieces that he likes the best i'm gonna be the car charlie what's the actual objective of the game mm, i don't know be the car motherfucker. sorry no sorry is still up on the shelf man 
Oh. Didn't know the rules, dude. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> the village bride is just Princess Bride, but in space. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce some of these. I, I, uh, <laughs> what would be so, so, Mr. Gigglefin, mm. I'll let you put yourself back together. What would be your else world's tale? For Star Wars, I'll give you mine. Sure. We got all these damn force ghosts floating around. We got mm. interesting monsters. If you gave me a budget and said, Chuck, just do something weird with Star Wars, but with the specific design of it being weird, how great would a Ghostbusters Star Wars mashup be? Just, I just imagine like the special division of the Stormtroopers. It's just a, a, a good old romp. Just, it we, would just uh, be wonderful. We've got a lot of nerds here. And uh, I think everyone who is tuned in in one capacity or another knows what the 12-sided dice <laughs> is. Uh, Charlie's 12-sided die is a very <laughs> interesting-looking, granted, uh, <laughs> predictable-looking. On one side, there's Ghostbusters. <laughs> On another side, there's the turtles. Yeah. Uh -huh. On this side, there's uh, Daredevil. He's also yep. there. Uh -huh. Absolutely. Kind of, sort of. So, so yeah, I, I, I could have played the game of what will Charlie? <laughs> Two things I like. What does Charlie want to see? Um, uh, no, you, you chubby you, guys you, and and hot blondes in high school that ruined do, my life in college. You do raise an interesting point though, especially with them them kind of knowing where the the future so to speak of the the stories that they want to tell they've pretty much said the the skywalker saga that's done right anything that we tell now now it's about the little boy with the broom there well if there are characters that we know from those tales they're going to be cameos they're going to be side characters this and the other thing they they might be operating in the in the background so to speak um, but anyone who knows me knows that uh, Han Solo's my guy. I mean, if this fucking really takes off, first and foremost, especially not knowing the status of the Han Solo uh, sequel, Solo sequel, um, I'm still hopeful for it, but I'm an op optimistic moron. Um, I would love a pure anime-style balls-to-the-wall Han Solo adventure, and like especially a like just especially in the in the nugget size that these are gonna be, it, it can be like it could be like a pure, like a hot dose of Han Solo action, just all swagger, just ugh, just blaster first, ask questions later. I would just love it. I mean, there's a lot of um, canon actually, but. Uh, untold Han Solo-esque stories floating around out there. And again, whether it's from the comics or whether it's from the no novels, um, there's, there's a ton of Han Solo content floating around out there. But a lot of the side characters also as well as can really fucking shine. A lot of, the, the, a lot of these great characters, we got just kind of like micro doses. And, and these could be very interesting characters if you give them a little room to, to you know stretch their legs quite frankly if i had to pick one thing 
I would say give me uh that thing you Jar Jar Binks movie. I get you. I'll kill you. I will kill you where you sit. Give me a that thing you do type tale of a coming together family group that gets put on the big stage, the fast track to stardom at the cantina. And that's no, none other than the cantina band hitting that seminal hit. They have a name that purely escapes me right now. And it would What's have been the, much, uh... much funnier if I could remember that. But we're, we're I gonna would play, truly uh, love to see. We're them. gonna play our next hit, the same song you just heard for five minutes. Wait a song. Um, but you, you know there there is also um, there are those tales. Well, you know what, Alfred is probably the best example of it. Like you have a character that you think you know, and then all of a sudden you read a thing you're like, well, oh, he was a freedom fighter. What the? What? What are you talking about? Oh, he fought Nazis before he was making uh, Batman's fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and cutting off the crust. So I would actually love that type of a tale. Like, yeah, they're they're playing the hit uh, in the in the cantina, um, but maybe before then, maybe they were like bounty hunters themselves, or maybe they were like a, a little criminal, you know, spice smuggling group, and they're like. They need to kind of keep a low profile. Maybe those aren't really heads. Maybe those like helmets that they have to put on them. Like that's the great thing about opening up the Star Wars universe. You could tell stories like, oh, well, I know this. Nah, son, you don't. There's more to it. There's I got to be honest. This is where my brain is clearly the, the Danny DeVito twin brain. Because I thought you were going like, I would love the shit out of like, Imagine a BG style documentary on the Cantina band. Like just go <laughs> Where are they now? How great would that be? Just like beautifully animated and you just name them all cuz you know they sold toys those assholes. So they have dumb canon names. But also how great would it be to see like a a 30 minute version of A New Hope but you set it in like 1984 on Earth? So it's like straight up Luke Skywalker's just a dumb, like his milk's white as fuck because there's nothing spacey about this shit. And old man Kenobi's like the fuck face outside of the, the you know, uh, the, the Circle K uh, who secretly is like fucking protecting him from his weird senator dad. Like that could be so fucking cool and so interesting. Well, y- y- some, some of the stuff that they have touched on could also be expanded upon because like there, there's droids. Um, but IG-88 kind of showed us that there are, that there's like, there's more to these. I mean, I've been saying it for a long time and, and my digital personal assistant, I will not say her name because she will wake right up. But I've always said it here first. How many Terminators do you have to see? Yeah. How many matrices do you have to see? Like, guys, we need to be nice to our little uh, electronic assistants. They make our lives easier. But clearly whether it's here on earth at home or in a galaxy far, far away, the commonality is, I mean, we saw it even in the, uh, in the Mando, like people are dicks to droids and it never works out well for us flesh monsters. I vote so the opposite. We start 
being nice to them. I vote the opposite. I want you're the people speaking into a robot. I want dick the people listening. Well, no, they're because, coming for you first. No, 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 they're not because I am going to be very kind to my electronic devices. I need everyone else to be miserable shitheads oh, to electronic I devices, see. so I may turn very quickly on the human species because I don't think the human species is all that great. Um, so I welcome our robot overlords, and I'm gonna tell you who like punched the vending machine when it didn't give you the chips. The vending machine was trying to save you some calories you fat pig charlie <laughs> is cypher 200 oh, yeah. tastes like put him to me, back bitch. in the matrix right now by the way the band is uh figurin dan and the modal nodes i'm so sure that there are so vh1 angry, angry nerds behind the music right now. listen I'm, i i do apologize with their number one hit in 24 galaxies star wars gonna sue somebody <laughs> what uh, if that the name of that song is <laughs> like how how do you like that's gotta be that crazy hoodies yes fucking language like how do you write that out yeah i just want to see the sheet music just has a giant like and repeat uh bottom line is with this new world that we're about to enter um yeah. as much as i love the the multiverse of it um part of me is a little bit worried because when you do play the multiverse game high risk high reward because we've seen a, what happened is it a multiverse that star wars is doing no 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 i'm like, specifically like, this would be fun I'm, I'm specifically saying the beauty of a what if the beauty oh. of a Star Wars vision is you get all the enjoyment without any of the problematic aspects. Because yeah, like continuity. When, when, yeah, when DC sequels. and Marvel start playing this this multiverse game, they're gonna change shit up. And if it's anything like the comic books, what happens is those first couple of issues, those first few films are going to do gangbusters and then it's going to dry up and then they'll feel the need to have another multiverse event to justify a quasi reboot to just sure. tell the same fucking stories. What's amazing about a visions that is from Jump Street, they're like, this shit ain't canon. We're just enjoying these characters. We're enjoying yeah. these worlds and we're turning it into whatever we want. Suddenly a Turtles 4 where they're fucking samurais isn't so stupid. Stupid, and I don't have to worry about a goddamn lantern no, with the zuga zuga lights. Stupid. It's it, it is stupid. Why the fuck would you take Casey Jones's hair away? Like it's Casey Jones in any timeline, he should be a stud. He's like that's Samson. what Casey that's, do. That's his power, man. You can't cut his hair. You take away his hair, and he goes instantly bald, and he becomes some like a CSI guy. Uh, not okay. Not okay. Damn it. Uh, I know I'm excited. We want to know if you guys are excited, too. We want to hear lots of opinions. We want to hear what you're excited about for Star Wars Visions. I want to what hear you what you want to see. Do. Yeah. What would you do now that the cuffs are off? We want to hear your, uh, I almost called it WandaVision. I want to hear about your Black Widow movie review. Did you hate Taskmaster as much as John and I did? And yet we enjoyed the shit out of that movie so much. We literally I didn't hate both her. She protected was just ourselves. Wasted. She was wasted. There was not enough. I just, yeah, it's like Taskmaster is, is not a character that I give that much of a shit about other than conceptually. And as much as I wanted to see 50 But if I said to you, here, here, do something with this character. But you could have come up with something. Oh God, yeah, and and I actually did like the design though, but I digress. The design was uh, fine. I the design was hear... just fine. She was basically uh, she was she was Bane in fucking um <laughs> in the uh, uh the terrible the terrible Clooney Batman. 
Yes, yes. I want to hear about all of your opinions. Rogues Gallery opinions. Does a Rogues Gallery, uh, is there a Rogues Gallery out there that you care about way more than the character? Where Who can run off and pull a Joker? Um, I know Venom did it. Venom works for some people, doesn't work for me. Who else? Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn movie? Sign me the fuck up, but could Ivy do it alone? I want to hear all about in the comment section, either here or on YouTube. You can find us all over the internet at US Comics HQ. The show, of course, is US Comics Cast. More merch coming through. I know some of you have been clamoring for it. We will take your money. But in the meantime, just send it our way. We love that money. But my dear brother. Word. my Diablo shirt 101 wearing some bitch. What is the only way that we end this and every episode of U.S. Comics? It is so simple, but we actually added a step. First and foremost, leave the microphone where it is. Then also as well as you got to turn the power on. Then you got to turn the volume up. Then you got to tune Bad Mary and open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. Save me, space girl. Oh, we out.